2: Hello and welcome to the Red Men TV, I'm Paul Machin. Chris Pajak is alongside me and we are joined by the United Stands, Mark Goldbridge for this one. Um, yeah, Liverpool, Manchester United, the biggest game in English football. Um, sadly, probably not the biggest game in world football. Um, I've, I've, been, I've been going back and forth on this, Mark, in the last few days. I There's a the little part of me that wants Liverpool to be better than Man United when Man United are at the best. But equally, there's another part of me that's lived in the shadow of United being the biggest team in the Premier League, Premier League era, Um, and I can't help but I I will admit it, and I'm sure all Liverpool fans will be the same. I am like a pig in shit at the moment, like watching Man United's demise. Um, It must feel—I know it's been coming over a number of years, but it it must still be a pretty unusual situation to to be getting used to.
0: Yeah, I think um, we are we are factually at the lowest position we've been in. Um, certainly in my lifetime which is hard to say because the last time I was on the show we were sort of we were right on the on the cliff actually of Ollie's at the wheel and I think after that Liverpool game at Old Trafford we had three injuries in the first 45 minutes and I know Liverpool fans don't want to say this but I I personally think that day was the day where you could have won the league Mm. you let two points go and I was surprised um not how we went for it in the second half. We basically of the bus. Everybody
2: got a draw against us that season says that, to be fair. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Bad, but yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, and I think this season will be interesting how Klopp yeah. goes for it. Again, because I personally, well, we'll talk about it in a minute what I think the score will be. But yeah, from United point of view, it's, it's the lowest we've been at and it's a horrible situation and the club is rudderless from top to bottom. Um, and, and that's the facts. And I think, as I said, I'm quite relaxed. I won't be on Sunday, but I'm quite relaxed <laughs> because... What do you do? Oh, I can only keep saying what I what I'm saying is that this is not a fix with a manager. This is not a fix with selling Paul Pogba. It, it is top to bottom major work that needs to be done, and it, it, it's going to be like this for a few years, where you're going to be a lot higher than us. It's funny, isn't it, Paul? Because we've been in that situation it where you
1: funny. go it, it, when you're going into
0: these games
1: because you kind of you know you kind of have got nothing to lose here. I mean, a we're them to lose. And if they lose, then it's fine. They were expected to, but also flipped.
2: And we've been in this situation. We say we can do this. We can do this conversation in the the bigger picture as well. But even just in in this game, they've got a lot to lose going into this game. Well, exactly. Man United have, have, have adopted the role of spoilers, which is what they were effectively in that in that in that game. Everton and United both had one goal in mind in the games in the back end of last season and that was just to just to spoil the party was to do anything to put a blockade in the way of Liverpool's title challenge and both managed to um, <clears throat> in one way or another and that's what it's become we've had this for years going into these games with United being in a, in a, almost in a different league to us and us just looking just to knock them down a peg we knew we were never going to get them down to our level but we wanted to go there and just, again, just... Just, just annoy just them. Up, yeah, just fucking yeah, annoy yeah. them and derail their title hopes in, in one way, shape or another. The one thing that I would expect, and I don't what, you, what your feelings are on this, Mark, is that, and we saw this in the game last season at Old Trafford, you'll see it. The the, the atmosphere will be there. And I suspect the atmosphere will be, will be as big, if not bigger, because of this thing. It's like a... It gives United fans a, a common rallying cause because the, the Solskjaer stuff can get put away for 90 minutes and the Ed Woodward stuff can get put away for 90 minutes. The focus becomes on beating you, you, the
0: old enemy in front of you. It's interesting because I remember David Moyes of Liverpool came um, and, he, and, he, and he basically said we are the underdogs and he was sacked for not getting top four. And here we are six years later and we are the underdogs and we're basically in mid-table and we're being told that that's something we need to buy into and be patient with and you well know, I've
2: seen it. your patients rants have become somewhat, <laughs> somewhat infamous in recent weeks yeah
0: I'm not patient I'm not patient because I don't see the vision I think you know, I said to, to Chris off air that this ridiculous notion that, that that what Solskjaer is doing is reminiscent of what Klopp was doing three years ago, or even worse, what Sir Alex Ferguson was doing in 1989. I mean, people need to open their eyes up. Maybe Solskjaer will be the right man for three, for three months. He was playing a brand of football that I I and many other people wanted to do, but he's not doing that now. The football is terrible. So, what is the vision and what is the patience with that brand of football? Um, we will play four two three one on Sunday. We will play part of the bus football. But ultimately, we've got to against Liverpool anyway. As a one-off, you probably would. We're definitely going to do it if we're doing it against Newcastle. So this role of underdogs, I don't know how, how you know, even when Mourinho was here, you know, we'd just finished second and he got the sack quite rightly, but the the the, the, the drop-off under Ollie is just ridiculous. It, it
2: reminds me in some regards of, um, and again, it's not quite the same because obviously I think United's United still at a much higher level, generally speaking, but Everton kind of had this put in the post-Moyes Era they bring Roberto Martinez in. They had like a really organised defence, and Martinez comes in and goes, "Go on lads, be yourselves, run free, you know, r- run barefoot on the beach and, have, and, and laugh and enjoy your football." And it felt like Solskjaer kind of did that a little bit at the end, after Mourinho. You know, you know it, his methods are infamous of, you know, embarrassing players on the training ground and you know and really being uh, rather overbearing, I guess, in in that regard. It must have felt very freeing for Solskjaer to come in, but the issues then become. When that stops working, what's what, what's your basis? What do you, what what are you well, going to do about I suppose what Mark's
1: from? sort of getting at, Paul, is what Solskjaer's philosophy, yeah, you know, isn't it? I mean, Klopp, we knew what what Jürgen Klopp's philosophy was. He 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 he'd cultivated over 14 years, seven at mines, seven at Dortmund. And he I came knew in. what it was,
0: and he's your manager. Yeah. You know.
1: <laughs> but Solskjaer came in, and those first few weeks, he looked like it was going to be. Attack, counter attacking football, Four and there's going to be pace three. on the wings, and, and you know really sort of progressive football in that sense. And since he's got the job, it's kind of been like, oh, every point matters now, and we're going to try and just make sure that we get a few points. And he's kind of forgotten all about that. And you know, again, you were talking off air with me,
0: Mark, and not to put words into your mouth, but you, do you think he's got a philosophy? The international break's great for having a, catching a break, isn't it? But uh, people send us stuff, and I'm sure you get it. Somebody sent me um, an interview with Ole Gunnar Solskjaer when he took the Cardiff job, and it absolutely terrified me. Some of the stuff he said about quality of players that want to come to this club, and it's like... It's like, oh my God, did no one from the club watch this before they gave him the job? It's like, they're, 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 to be fair to Ollie, I'm not Ollie out. It's the, the, in a sentence, I don't think our board deserves the right to sack this manager. Yeah. They should go, bring a proper board in, and if they decide he's not good enough, which he probably isn't, they sack him. I think this board sacking Ollie doesn't solve the problem. But what his philosophy is at the moment is, we beat Cardiff, uh, Chelsea, Cardiff Chelsea 4-0 on the opening day, and most United fans will tell you, Chelsea were robbed. How did yeah. you do that? But they... They played the expansive football. I'm not surprised where Lampard is. He's got a vision. We've been playing cowardly defensive football from day one and I don't really get it because that's not why he got the well, job. the
2: defence has been good though.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I think, you know, Newcastle, to be honest with you, that should have been probably been a draw. Yeah. Um. They got the goal, fair play. But we, we, we are quite good. I, I'll i say it now. I've been saying for weeks, I don't think Liverpool will beat us. I think it's got 0-0 written all over it because you've not beat us in the Premier League under Klopp. Mm-hmm. Um, we're good at parking the bus at Old Trafford against you Salah doesn't tend to have a good game you know Young's pocketed him a couple of times if that is the term I can see it being nil-nil I think the pressure's on Liverpool because I think if you want to win the league Newcastle have just beat us Rochdale have played us off the park you've got to come and beat us and I think if you do that I know it's only October but that statement is almost like We've beaten United at Old Trafford. You know, it would be a massive... And you still have that big gap. But it's funny because it's it's, a, it's almost... You're saying it from two perspectives there. You're basically adopting the,
2: we're shit. So if you can't beat us, how shit are you? But at the same total contain how Big a thing it is to win at Old Trafford, and it, it, it sits in a weird little pocket universe <laughs> at the moment. Psychologically, Again, do we've you been think...
1: there, we've sat in shows yeah. with Manchester United with full time devils years ago and said the same fucking things to them because it's like, oh, no, hang on a minute, boys, he's clearly a better side than us, but you've got to come out and prove it and you've got to go and win the game, and that's right. I think
0: throughout my life, if you win at Anfield. It's like, you want it to be in a big year. I remember us beating you at Anfield and, you know, Aston had win the league. You oh, know, bloody hell, we wasted that win at Anfield. We won't get that next year. It's like, it's a significant three points in your season. Yeah. But what, from the position you're in and how you're playing, um, yeah, I think if you get those three points, it, I said to, again, off air, we should just keep it all on it. Where did Liverpool drop points I've said this before. Where do Liverpool drop points in this league? Liverpool and Man City are so far ahead. Where do Liverpool drop points? And Man City will be looking at that on Sunday, going that we. That's where we. That's that's a game we've got to say they're going to drop at and, least two. And
2: we've, there's a hoodoo there for us? You know, we we don't we don't win at all at Old Trafford. And you reference it, club's record there is not 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 great. We haven't really got, gone
0: even, for it in the we Even in the
1: Europa League we do there, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, we do in the Europa League. You did see us, though, didn't you?
0: Didn't Catino score was, just was, before I half-time? I think that was one That was one-all, that game. Oh, was it? Yeah, we, 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 we it went
2: through 3-1. One. One. Yeah, we won 1-0 in the first... 2-0, in the, in the, in the, uh, no, we won in the first, right. I think. But anyway, the... Um, yeah, either way, we we, we struggle for wins, and that's why the wins, the wind we remember the wins. Yeah, everyone remembers Andrea De Cesaris' lobs and you know, and uh, uh, and, 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 and crumbling to dust in front of Fernando Torres, and all those kind of stuff. We remember, we remember those moments because they stand out, and that's that, good. to some parks like that as well, and that's mm. what that's what you know. It's weird calling it a derby because it's not a derby, but it is a derby at the at the same time. It's our biggest game, and it's yeah,
0: probably yours, it, it?
2: Exactly, and 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 it's it's the it's the atmosphere and all those things around it. People because Everton haven't beaten us in a derby for twenty years or whatever. People think that we win more of those games than we do, but we again we don't win a lot of games at Goodison Park either. We draw a lot of games, and you're dead right. And that's what the big I think the big challenge in this game is that Chris is it's as At the point, and you said it yourself, we've actually got to go there and show show something. And coming off the back of the international break, have we, will we have lost a little bit of rhythm? The good thing about it is that this—I would hope—that the level this team's at now, it'll probably relish this kind of task. And because of the way that the game went last time, and a couple of those games have gone at Old Trafford in recent years, I'm hoping there's a point to put. I, th-
1: I think that, I think there will be, and I think listen just as much as it's going to be a pick-me-up game for Liverpool coming back off the international break to pick-me-up game for Manchester United and their players as well. You know, they'll have been fed up of hearing about them in the media over the last two months about how shit they are and all this and they'll want to go out there and put a put a dent in Liverpool's title chances. I think the, the big thing for me, and it's something Mark referenced earlier on, is that, you know, the, the way in which we played a few of the games at the back end of the last season, the way in which Klopp probably didn't go for the throat, didn't go for the three
2: points in games. I agreed with him at the time, by the point way. Points at
0: Old Trafford's a good point, isn't exactly. it? And Absolutely. I think he did that in February. I think he, he did I, go I at mean, points. You it's, don't lose
2: a league title be, with a draw in February. Ex- Old exactly,
1: yeah. and that's the point, is that he was looking at it going, get a point here, City going to drop points. City won 14 games on the bounce yeah. at the end of the yeah. season Nobody, everyone was expecting them to drop points yeah. this time around he'll go into that thinking City aren't going to drop any more points for the rest of the season, boys. So we've got to win every single game. Yeah. We've seen that in, in games already this season where he's bring, bringing on subs and we've ended up with Origi, Mane, Salah and Firmino on the pitch. We didn't see that last season that I can remember. Yeah. And he's already doing it this season, eight games in. Yeah. He's pulled this one out the bag. Yeah. So he recognises that you can't take advantage, you can't plan for City to drop points. If they drop points, they drop points. Yeah. And this game, I think Liverpool have to go for the throws. and that'll be the messaging going into the
2: game. I agree. I think our game plan for the season is to go flat out as far. For as long, bear as long and hard as you possibly can, and then see where you land. When you start to run out of fuel, you look around and you, and you see how far ahead. If you are, if you've got a lead, then you can breathe and you can refresh things. If you have to go again, then you'll find a way to push harder and whatever. Um, Michael, come to you about a little bit more about United We're going to line up in a second. But um, Mr. Goldbridge was good enough to join us on the Around the League show on the RedmenTV.com. Here's a little clip from that. You
1: have had this protocol in place now for ten years. Um, i wasn't really aware of it until yesterday if i'm honest Um, it's never really been spoken about before we've obviously seen teams in fact england were playing in a stadium that was half shut last night because of racist chants and all that type of stuff it clearly never happened in the last game otherwise this would have been very much at the forefront of our thoughts now it probably does need a big country um to to spark this and uh, but Ultimately, where do you sit on it? Do you think UEFA are doing the right thing or do you think the game should have been called off? Um, I agree with Mark. I, I I put a tweet out last night saying, you know, UEFA aren't taking this in, in control anymore and how far does it have to go? How many, many racist chants you have to have before you can, you can walk off a pitch? You know, in 2019, if you have to put a tannoy on to say, can you stop being racist? To me, that is ridiculous. You know, and the players, I, I don't think the players have the power because I think, you know, I said that I bought a tweet last night saying they should walk off and then goes oh the, then the racists win and then you know I think England might lose the game on that point. You shouldn't we put in a position where points are more valuable than than racism. Just go I've had enough. I said no one goes to work to be abused for anything. Don't go to work and have, have monkey chance, and then go oh we'll start the game for five minutes we'll wait for them to calm down. That's already too far for me. I'll just go. No, I'm, I'm not doing it. And if we get
2: fined three points or whatever it is, just go. Will you wait for? i do anything about it. Yeah, you can get that full show on the RedManTV.com. Sign up. It's completely free for the first month. Get that and a whole host of other amazing content, including the stats and tactics shows um, more or less every week from Mr. Chris Payak. We do the midweek final word show, instant match reaction after every match as well, and other amazing stuff. Um, Mark, well, what what are United going to do with this how's the how are the injuries lining up because look you know, from for, I, i've not forensically watched united at all this season i've you know i've i've i've, I've gently go forward at the end of the weekend looking at the the results but mason greenwood's been getting closer to the team hasn't he because of mainly because of injuries and
0: so, yeah so, sales of Lukaku and, and, and loans as well yeah so where 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 are you standing how close is he to will he be involved in this game um, I think as fans, we, you know, we, we fantasise a bit, don't we? We live off our heart and not our heads. And I think our, our team's so bad that you want Greenwood and Gomez and Chong to be given game time. And I don't think they're quite ready yet for various reasons. I don't think they're ready. And also, most importantly, I don't think it's fair because I remember the the class of 92 and they didn't just start that game before Hansen said you don't win anything with kids. They've been bled in over three years. With world-class players around. And they had Roy Keane, Cantona, Michael Bruce as leaders. This team hasn't got a leader, so even if they were that good, you know, to to chuck them into what is a mess at the moment is very very difficult. We
2: had this. I remember the great story about Robbie Fowler not being given a chance under soon Souness, and there was calls from the stands. People mm. shouting from the main stands to Game Souness, get the kids on. He's better than this shower shite. And Souness basically shouted back, I don't want this shower shite ruining the kids. Mm. E- effectively, you yeah. know, and that's kind of
0: a, I guess, what, kind of what you're driving at. It is a fair point, but I mean, in relation to how we'll line up. I mean, look, Rashford scored for England um, and people are like yes get him on the left wing and I actually tweeted this is the brilliance of flip flop football Dan James is our best left winger but we're now going to put Marcus Rashford there because he scored a goal against Bulgaria mm. um, he's out of form you've got Martial and Pogba and maybe Luke Shaw back all first teamers what's going on with Martial because I, I think he's fantastic but he just never seems to have you know truly hit the heights Amazing season this year. Unfortunately, he's only played three games. Um, he, for me, came into this season and, and that's where Oli Gunnar Solskjaer, I'll give him a pat on the back and say, you can see the work he's done. Like I, A lot of people think Martial's lazy. I, I think he's a fantastic player. But what he did for three games is moving off the ball as a number nine. He's hold up play. Things people wouldn't think he could do. was yeah. superb and then he got injured. Rashford, you put him in the penalty box, he doesn't know what to do. Well, you've got Oli Gunnar Solskjaer, one of the best penalty box strikers in the world. Yeah. That's just a football intelligence issue I think with Rashford but Martial has been injured and there's a question about his injury proneness so people are like, oh Martial old Trafford scored his debut goal he's going to hurt them right martial's going to come in having not played for a month yeah and sort out a liverpool defence i mean pogb were the same so i think they're back but they're not match fit so i think united you know, go into this game you know literally on their knees and and the, the bigger picture is if liverpool were to hand uh another loss to solskjaer does it actually force him out the door because it, I, mean, I I we're not really discussed I'm not really discussed it with anybody, but so would the time not have been before the international break? He won't get the second. he won't get you the sack. Even, so. if, even if he beat us four nil. He won't. The club are on this fast we'll track, 5-0. To, they won't do it seven, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, there, but there's were, something
2: they shouldn't be underestimated. The fan power, and it, it you know, it stings, and it was a, yeah. it was basically the final nail in Mourinho's yeah. coffin losing their anfield.
0: It's hard. And, and you know, as, as fan creators, it's something that I get constantly. You're clearly Ollie out because you're so negative. I'm constructive about what he's doing wrong. It's a mess. But it's a very big thing to say Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer, especially when you're on a fan channel, because it's, you know, fans do watch it, you yeah. know. Um, but he won't be sacked if we lose. But I think that we are going into it in a, in a real state of nil-nil will be our best. I mean, we, we are bottom of the league or second bottom of the league. When the, chances, the chances of having a shot in possession we're the bottom of the league basically yeah. so you've got a very good defence I think if we're going to win it we'd have to do it like we did against Leicester maybe get a dodgy pen. well it was a penalty to be fair and then defend it out so I think that our game plan rests on keeping a clean sheet and maybe nicking something or getting a point which would be a good result for us What does the midfield look like if Pogba was not fit? Shite
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Isn't it? laughs>
0: But we all said it at the start of the season the midfield is I mean to talk about that game last year, if you look at what happened when Oli came in and all the games he won, one of the common denominators was Herrera. Yeah. It started going wrong when Herrera wasn't on the pitch and he went off injured against you. That's where it started. And we never replaced him. So you basically get, you've got Matic who's terrible. You've got McTominay, who's got potential. You've got Fred, who's looking like a flop. I'd forgotten he even played for you until... So you're constructing a midfield out of that. It's It's a very bad midfield and it gets dominated by every team and you've got a very, very... I wouldn't say you've got a star player midfield, but you've got a very good midfield who work very well together and work. So the midfield is where most games are won and lost, and I think that's something Liverpool will look to exploit.
1: What what about the the like the lads on the wings? I mean, if you're playing four two three one, Daniel James be left hand side, who be right hand side? Well, again, this is this is a major issue. I mean,
0: Pereira's been playing there, and he's not a winger. And how will they track Robertson with, on the left? How will back? they track with Robertson and Trent? Yeah. I don't think they will. I don't think they will. I think Dan James, is a, is a, he, he looks like he, he could be a decent player and he, and he does graft hard. So I think he, he will go with the runner. But Pereira, he's not even a winger. But the choice is Pereira, Matter or Lingard, who are just dreadfully out of form. So it's got to, you know, it's horrible to say it, but it's got to be, and it makes me sick, it's got to be a backs-to-the-wall job against Liverpool because you cannot open up the game. They will absolutely annihilate us. We've got to get everybody behind the ball
2: interesting to see, certainly, Guan. If you had to, to give us a score prediction,
0: I'm going to go 0-0. I don't. I think that the you know football often isn't about an individual result. It is a, a bigger picture, and I just feel that this will not be a loss for Solskjaer. I feel that we will get a little bit of a bounce from this. I feel it's going the same way as Mourinho, where he was looking at the sack this time last year, and he he, he rumbled on till December, and I think Oli will definitely make Christmas. So I can see a draw, although. I agree with everybody who says Liverpool are going to win because obviously they're the favourites.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Very interesting stuff then. Make sure you go and subscribe to the United Stand if You already do. I'm certain of it. But uh, yeah, please do go over and as I say, go and check out the Around the League. Uh, show with Mark and Chris and Ross over on the tv.com discussing all the things in and around uh, well football at the moment. More on Man United, some stuff on obviously the fallout from the England-Bulgaria game as well. Uh, yeah, free for the first month. Other than that, yeah, and we will see you all very very soon. The build-up shows to come later this week as well, and we'll be over on the United Stand channel if you want to check out more of that. So yeah, see you all soon.